Lots of reaction to the Fed's commentary today as Jay Powell continues to be unimpressed by the employment situation. It doesn't seem like he should be. We still have a lot of work to do. Joining us from LinkedIn, Guy Berger is a PhD and principal economist at the company. And Guy, you're here to talk with us about what to look for tomorrow. We're going to take a break from some of the action today. Walk me through the data that you guys see right now. What's changed over the past month? Well, Oliver, thank you for having me. The most important thing we see in LinkedIn's data, we track hiring every month based on people reporting changes of new jobs on their profile. And, you know, in December and January, we saw hiring tick down in the United States. February was the first month of increase in three months. Um, hiring was up 1.8% month over month. It seems like this COVID thaw that everybody's anticipating is starting to show up in the hiring data. Uh, and I think it's a down payment on a better labor market in 2021 than in 2020. Okay, so things have picked up a little bit. We're not talking huge magnitudes here. I heard 1.8%. Yeah, it's not huge, but over time it adds up. And we actually, if you look at it since late spring, we had a pretty big recovery already. So on top of that, with February's increase, we're just 2.0% in hire, total hiring volumes in the United States below where we were February of 2020. It's a pretty big recovery so far. So we know we're still down from a year ago, uh, uh, but not in a huge way, right? 2% down, I'm looking at your chart right now. And then on a more sequential basis, uh, the uptick here uh, in the right direction with 1.8%. Uh, here's the chart we're looking at, I gotta squint a little bit, but there it is. As we can see, both these lines, the orange one moving in the right direction on a sequential basis. Do we have any idea the sustainability of the trend? Should we expect it, Guy, to pick up going forward if more businesses are open? Yeah, absolutely. I think that to some extent, the strength we're seeing in February is forward-looking. People are already anticipating more good news, not just good news in February. These two lines are probably going to cross um, maybe as soon as next month, if not in the next few months, because I think there's so many tailwinds pointing to a stronger labor market. Vaccinations picking up. Uh, the economy is reopening in some places. Caseloads are down. And on top of that, we have a big fiscal stimulus that was passed uh, late in 2020 and probably another one coming through Congress right now. All right. So how much of this is there a way to figure out what is the kind of organic recovery rate for jobs and what's going to need an extra boost from the fiscal side? Is there any way to figure out what those trends might look like? Guy, let's say we don't get anything more from the government from here on out. What does that look like in terms of the pace that we're on? That's a really good question. I think that, that to some degree, a lot of um, you know the relative resilience we've had, even in late 2020, was very much forward looking. It was not conditional just on the amount of economic reopening we've seen, which is partial and has reversed at times, but people saying even very late in 2020, you know what, maybe I'll pull back a little on hiring. This is gonna be temporary, we have a vaccine coming, there's fiscal stimulus. I would be, I would not say this recovery is anywhere near complete, even if we get no more fiscal stimulus. But if you think about the trajectory a year out, it's very dependent on what Congress does a few months from now. Um, mm. If we don't have more fiscal stimulus, we already have a decent amount in training, so we're gonna have a recovery continue. But if we're, our goal is simply to return to the pre-COVID health of the labor market as soon as possible, then that fiscal stimulus can make a big deal. Guy, in the 1.8% uh, that you saw over the past month, the pickup in the hiring, is that coming from services areas that had been closed that are reopening or are these other businesses and we're still, and we're not in that point to see actual reopening impact yet? 
It's happening everywhere. I think that the, the way I would think about it more is there, you know, the recovery is pretty wide, and it's even hitting areas that were hit really hard recently, like recreation and travel. But some of these places are digging their way out of a bigger hole. So, in terms of, for example, software, which is on one extreme end as the strongest industry right now, that's sort of the one that people talked about being very invulnerable to COVID, very amenable to working from home. That's not surprising. It's been recovering really strongly the last few months, and now it's charging ahead. On the other hand, you know, recreation and travel, yes, it's recovering because a lot of, you know, things are associated with the recreation and travel industry are now like loading up in anticipation of, you know, vaccination and things reopening. But it's, you know, it felt so hard in the spring and summer. There's a long way to go before it's back to normal, even with months of strong gains. Okay. Guy, lastly, just real quick, we only got about 40 seconds, but in terms of regional movement, is there an area we should expect jobs to pick up given migration over the last year? Well, you know, I think one thing that's interesting is we actually noticed the impact of, you know, a short-term impact from the storms in Texas. The three cities we track most closely, Austin, Dallas, Houston, were actually impacted. They have generally been doing pretty well. I think what's interesting to me is actually, given we've talked about so much about San Francisco, and New York struggling is hiring there's actually picked up. Hiring in San Francisco has grown for five consecutive, six consecutive months. Um, it's no longer so far behind its prior hiring levels. So maybe some of these like short-term COVID impacts that we saw that were very severe are starting to unwind as the economy reopens and some of these parts of the country that were hit hard um, start to normalize. Okay. So the narrative sometimes doesn't always perfectly add up, right? Where's the Miami on here? I mean, okay, I guess you know, a little bit of Florida, but it's not even in Miami. I don't know, where did all the narrative come from? Sometimes it doesn't live up to expectations. Well, Miami is actually doing really well. It's one of the few cities right now that we see hiring back to where it was pre-COVID, but it is a really good question long run. Is the world after COVID one that looks like it did eight months ago, or is it a world that looks the, looks the way it did 36 months ago? And I think the jury's still out on that. I think there may be a lot of appetite for people to live the way they did before we heard of a pandemic. Okay. Guy Berger, great stuff. Thanks for the details. Great report. Thank you. Looking forward to more. Guy joins us from LinkedIn.